In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. We always know that there is something different about the Christian message. And we know that we are led, called, to live a different life. And of course, we also know that we will be challenged, because this is the life and the path leading to life. But it's interesting to see the methods that Satan employs. And today's gospel is ideal. When the church set down these readings for us, it wasn't just random. It was for us to learn and to know and to grow. Today's gospel speaks to us about our Lord being led into the wilderness and our Lord being tempted. And then we see how Satan tempts him. He's not quite sure who he is. If you are the Son of God and you're really hungry, basic need, no one can ever say that that's excessive. Basic need, if you are hungry, then why don't you make this stone into bread? You're hungry. It's sensible. You've been fasting 40 days and 40 nights. You have a right to eat. Our Lord comes back at him and said, you shall not live by bread alone. Then he tries again. If you are the Son of God, why don't we do this? Why don't we test your faith? Why don't we, from this pinnacle, have you throw yourself down? You're the Son of God. You believe. You believe in what you believe. And so surely, he says that he will entrust his angels over you. Nothing will happen to you. Again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And then we see a shift. There is no longer if you are the Son of God, because seriously, if you are the Son of God, how am I going to tempt you with riches? How am I going to tempt you with kingdoms? This Son of God routine didn't work. So let's try something different. Look, I can give you all of this. Kingdoms, riches, prominence, fame. I can give it all to you. Just worship me. Because surely, by now, you're not really the Son of God, so maybe I can tempt you to worship me. And then, we're told that our Lord says to him, there is only one God, I worship him and him alone, away with you. And he dismisses him. This is very much the same plan that Satan deals with us through. He tries to tempt us. You're faithful. You believe. You follow Christ. You know him. You need things. You need things. So do them. I mean, okay, you know, turning... Stone to bread is cheating. It's not really what the power of God was meant for, but 
It's okay, it justifies it. Likewise, in our own lives, you need to eat. You need to feed your family. You need to survive. It's okay. A lie. A lie changes stone to bread. Using your authority in a different way, in a wrong way, turns stone to bread. Cheating in your life in whatever manifestation turns stone to bread. Surely you have a right. You have a right to live. And it's then that we must say, but it's not my job. It's not my livelihood. It's not my food on my table. It's not the roof over my head. That is not what I'm going to live by. I have those things. I may not have as much as I want or in the way I want, but I have them. But what's important to me is every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, and that I will live by. And then he'll come to us and say, but okay, listen, you believe, you have faith. You know, you're going through this incredible problem. Why don't you throw yourself in harm's way? Take risks. Throw yourself off the pinnacle. His angels have charge over you. Your foot will not dash the stone. In your life, take risks. Take what's not yours. Tempt fate. Do what is not technically allowed, but it doesn't matter, it's a risk. And you know, because you're faithful, your God, your loving God, your faithful God, your powerful God, will give his angels charge over you. Nothing's going to happen to you. You were just at church today. You're fasting. You've read your Bible. You pray. Throw yourself into harm's way. You'll be fine. And the response comes back, no, no. I don't have this power to use it in that way. I don't tempt God. His protection of me is because of his love for me, not because of my recklessness. Not because of my irresponsibility. Not because I want to abuse the rights that I have, the life I have, the abilities I have. This is fine. You know, obviously, you're not this son of God kind of person. Let's forget that. Let's forget that. You know what? Look at this. Look at all these riches. Look at all this wealth. Look at all these kingdoms. Look at all these things. I, since you're not worried about food, you're not worried about your faith, I'm going to give you everything in this world. Thinking maybe that's what will trigger us. I'll give you riches. I'll give you wealth. I'll give you money. I'll give you prominence. There's only one thing you need to do. You know, just worship me. And these days, worship me doesn't mean bow down before Satan. It means worship me, glorify me. Glorify sin, glorify evil. Glorify what is wrong. Choose and bow down to choices of this world. Do that. That should be fine. And if you do, if you put your, put, put your, put your, your conscience aside for now, put your morals aside for now, put your ethics aside for now, take what you want. The world is yours. The world's your oyster. 
We know that there is such a culture now for wealth and prominence, for material. Take it. I'll give it to you. Just don't worship your God because your God gets in the way of this stuff. Look what happens to Christians. Look what happens to you when you're doing the right thing. Look what happens to when you worship your God, when you go to church and fast and read your Bible. What happens to you? Nothing. But if you bow down to me, I'll give you all of this. And then comes the answer. Get away from me. Leave my presence. Don't speak about my God like that. Don't make me to be something less than I am. I am not just an animal. I do not just want things. I am not just body and soul. I am body, soul and spirit. I have more than wealth of this world. I have other things. Away with you, Satan. It's a powerful, powerful statement. Away with you, Satan. And instantly we're told, Satan leaves him. And he sends his angels to minister to him. Do not ever underestimate who you are. Do not ever forget that you have the absolute right and ability and indeed authority to say away with you Satan. Say it in your mind, say it in your head, say it out loud, just say it. Dispel him, dismiss him. Tell him he has no place in your mind or in your heart or in your life. Because he doesn't. He claims these spaces. He starts to own them. And he makes us believe that they are actually his. And yet they're not his. My heart is not his. My head is not his. My life is not his. We have that authority every day. Remembering who we are and what makes us tick and what makes us who we are. Remembering that no one actually has authority over us except those we give that authority to. If I give authority over me to those who will lead me astray, I've told them they can lead me astray. If I give authority over me to those who will get me lost along a very dark way, then I have mandated them to do that. But I also have the authority to say, away with you. Leave me alone. Get out of my life. I own my heart. God owns my heart. I own my mind. God owns my mind. He is my Lord and my Master and my God. He is the one with authority and no one and nothing else. And instantly, angels came and ministered to him. God doesn't want us to be vulnerable and weak. God wants us to be strong. And the minute we dismiss Satan, we will be ministered to. But we need to dismiss him. We can't let him take control over our thoughts. You know, we speak about the Word of God being a seed. 
that grows into something that is fruitful. But you know, the word of Satan is also a seed, but a poisonous seed. And if we leave it in the soil of our hearts and our minds, it continues to grow. And when we water it with despair, it continues to grow. And when we nurture it with weakness, it continues to grow. And when we protect it with anger and resentment, it starts to blossom and fruit. That's not who we are. Our hearts are not for poisonous blossom and fruit. Our hearts are for the fruit of God. And we have all the ingredients, all the elements that allow us to do that. So in today's gospel, we are reminded, we are told. We have authority. We have power. It will be challenged. And the challenges will sometimes be strong. And the challenges will sometimes make sense. Hungry, eat. Just because they make sense doesn't mean they're right. Because they actually just make sense in a certain setting. What makes sense is that we are the children of God and we have power and authority through him and that through him we also have the assurance of life. Not just life here, but life everlasting. Glory be to God forever.